0: Rod-dogging cereal feels like a crime. Nope, nope. We're not doing that. <laughs> and welcome back to the Trash Watch podcast. It is week number three of Ashley Scared Stupid, and this week we watched. War of the World, starring a Fox News dad. I mean, sorry, Tom Cruise. I'm Chris. I'm Brian. I'm Brandon.
1: And I'm Ashley.
0: You're you're making a squinty face. <laughs> is the like very definition of like I'm a conservative listening to Boingo radio, you know, kind of a dad. Yeah,
2: see, he is he's a good Fox News dad because also he's a union member who I'm sure talks shit about the union. Of course. He's probably like, ah, oh, unions are pieces of shit. No, they're all, they're all controlling us. I mean, us.
3: he's pretty... Yeah, his one thing about the... He mentions about the union, he seems pretty gung-ho about, like, yeah, he's like, listen, I'd love to help you, but union union rules, man. Was just... I was going to say, he sounds pretty pro-union
1: to me in this yeah. particular... <laughs>
3: No, I'm. He's, I, pro, I'm you, from, he's pro union when it's
2: good
1: for him. <laughs> when it's good for yeah. him, actually, well, I'm saying, pro uh, anything when it's good for him. Yeah, yeah. For, from my point
2: of view, I've grown up in the valley. There's a lot of uh, union members who are talking about how shitty unions are because that's also what you know the the conservative media tells them to say. Yeah, yeah. and they just don't. They just you know they they don't have the cognitive distance. I was I mean, like, this is fine to hold these two thoughts in my head. You,
0: you got to get use that money, man. Like if you're working overtime, get the overtime pay. So I I, I get it. But like, yeah, th- this this is an interesting choice because, Brian, this is your pick for this week. And this is a movie that when I think about it, didn't like really stand out to me as a spooky film. Because, again, there's just enough action and enough like. Weirdness of Tom Cruise being like almost diehardish by getting his kids. We'll get to the whole thing, whatever. But I don't know. It just didn't really resonate. And then we all watched it together last night. And I'm like, no, this is a fucking amazing choice. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's a movie. Like
3: even because I rewatched it, uh I think in September, basically to like vet it for the show. I was like, eh, double check, you know, see see how it holds up. So I can at least just to experience it again without taking notes. And I was like, and like I, I have that mo- that moment sometimes. Like when you watch a movie that's a kind of like that, like hits that creep factor, right? Where afterwards, like you, you walk into a dark room
0: and you're like, uh oh, <laughs> this was this was a mistake. This isn't my top five of like bad basement vibe movies. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. This this is this movie has a bad basement indeed. A couple bad basements in this, or at least. Well, no, it's the same bad basement. Just a lot of bad things happen in the bad basement. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Also, Chris, I'll say it's not necessarily spooky. It's actually scared stupid. One of these years, I'm just going to pick a movie about a woman becoming her mother.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Is she behind you this time? Did I screw this up again?
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome back to the Trash Watch podcast. We're talking postcards from the edge.
1: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, yeah, this movie did not scare me, but it did gross me out. A couple of times it's and goopy. there were a couple times uh, there were a couple of times where i was like nope don't like that but <laughs> it wasn't anything like too jarring so i would say good choice brian
0: yeah there's definitely some goopy moments in this movie um but
1: yeah mostly it, in the back half like it, it takes yeah. a while
0: to get to the goop but then it becomes
3: very goopy indeed yeah. uh it,
0: yeah and, and again like it's this is what I I love when it comes to Spielberg. I love his his dip into sci-fi and fantasy. Like I, obviously, like the realistic things that he does. Yeah, Spielberg, Spielberg, come on, he's amazing. But like his his vision when it comes to sci-fi has always been so overly impressive to me. And this like property with him behind it is incredible.
3: It's a great example of Spielberg, like Peter Jackson, like directors who had their start kind of in more horror veins mm-hmm. and the ways in which they can take that that knowledge and that framework and apply it to genres that aren't necessarily that because and like part of this also is credit to i mean david Kep the screenwriter as well of the the choice of making this an alien invasion movie that is entirely from the perspective of like a guy on the ground so yeah. like you you don't get like you know oh the cut to washington and it's it's not Independence Day. It, it's and so by sending around this one character, it becomes much more. It's much more of a horror movie than it is, you know, Independence Day being an action movie.
0: And he's not like the uh, I'm going to save the world kind of character running in right. this valley. He's just like, no, no, I'm existing in this right yeah,
3: now. I'm just trying to stay yeah. alive. Yeah. yeah.
0: At the end of this movie, like. If he died or like none of that happened, it wouldn't change any of the outcome like i I, I do like a movie like that because it puts mm-hmm. a new perspective on things for you when you're not really kind of thinking about that.
1: I felt the same way. I was like, I'm so glad that he's not the guy that like figured it out
0: mm-hmm. yeah and because like, that's
1: yeah. and that's what really enhances the
3: horror is because the whole movie the entire- the singular plan is run is run in the opposite direction of the aliens, see
0: I, that's why I'm running towards the aliens because this it's two it's like two hours of running, and i I was exhausted by the end. I, I no, <laughs> just just take me in the first round, y'all. I'm good. I'm Tom Cruise read the script, and it's like running away from explosions. eh, eh? <laughs> I can learn how to drive a crane. eh <laughs> Do you hear um, that
1: he wants to do his next movie on the moon?
0: Shut up, no. Oh, yeah, it's fi- like we're
3: finally goal. gonna have it the mission impossible fast and furious crossover
0: You yep, really, <laughs> know, and I, I hate being morbid like this but how amazing is it the day that you wake up and there's a tweet that is tom cruise accidentally removes helmet on moon dies like
1: like accidentally oh, he's absolutely he's absolutely trying to kill himself via movie yeah, like that's 100 yeah. the way he's trying to go
0: and he's even like probably up there to be like, I can prove it to you. Oxygen does exist in space. No. Oh, no, it's a bet because it all stemmed from this movie because he's down in the basement with
3: Tim Robbins. And Tim Robbins is like, yeah, I was in that movie Mission to Mars. I took my helmet off and froze in frozen space. And Tom Cruise is like, that's not what happens. <laughs> I, I have an
0: embarrassing Tim Robbins confession when we get to that moment. Did though. you think
2: he was Tim Robinson? Different
0: person. Yes. Yeah. yeah very, very much different. <laughs> we open
3: I'm assuming I did not do my due diligence this week and read the original
2: story I've mm-hmm. I have previously like kind of skimmed through it I believe these are the opening lines verbatim yeah um, I, w- I would assume so they're baller opening lines it is decidedly not baller CGI this CGI <laughs> did not age well, well Was opening, mean, it, yeah. this
0: the book budget on Morgan Freeman to read like the, the book ends of the movie look awful To look real bad.
1: Like, I don't want to ever see the bacterium and the parasites that live in my body. I don't want to be shown these things. This is why I did not study more science. No, thank
0: you. I am still of the belief that inside me, Ashley, is just the plot of Osmosis Jones. And that's it. Chris, don't summon it. I don't need to know anything else within me. I'm like, yeah, my body is running on an animated film about the inside of a body. I'm good. And you're all of your cells are voiced by Chris Rock. I'm
3: good. You take a pill and you're like, get in my mouth, David Hyde Pierce. I'm Don't good. take that out of context.
2: <laughs> I do love um this movie did prove me right though, back from the Big Daddy episode. Because this suspense <laughs> movie has the exact same like fade out to black moments that the opening to Big. Daddy, I was like, see, this makes sense here. It's supposed <laughs> to be building suspense over the under this narration. <laughs> and the way the, it's it's identically edited to oh. Big Daddy with him like sitting on the couch eating cereal. Yeah,
3: but You could just like, cut in the shots. You just cut in the audio from Big Daddy over this
0: sequence. <laughs> but also, like, the 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 B-roll that they use for this intro, too, makes it feel like, and with Morgan Freeman's underscoring, makes it feel like the thing that you're about to, like, watch and listen to at a ride at Universal, and then, like, the doors are going to open, and it's like, the War of the Worlds ride. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's kind of how, like, the whole intro felt for me. <laughs> um,
2: I can be down for War of the Worlds ride. It does make me think. I don't know why. When we were in college, Clayton uh, had a very specific pitch for a War of the Worlds trailer that he wished he had seen. Okay, which was like before the movie happening. It's basically just like traveling down like hallways as they're as the like spaceships are prepping to take off, and then they shoot off, and then you realize it's from Mars heading towards Earth. Oh, so like the whole thing is like the Scott you see like futuristic like sci-fi spaceships being loaded up and and launching, and you don't see who's piloting them and all that, and then yeah, just sort of. He pulls as it pulls out with them. You see, you realize they're leaving Mars and heading towards Earth. Mm. Um, I was like, yeah, I could see that being like a motion simulator ride. Throw the Millennium Falcon in there, and they can already do it. Hell yeah!
3: But also, incidentally, I do like that the movie never specifies where they're from. Like the, the I think the original book is very, ex, I think, is explicitly Martians. But yeah. I, I like the idea better of just like we know basically nothing about the aliens at the end of this
2: movie.
1: We just know that they envied us. Because we got it so good on this planet,
2: so we got that sweet sweet water, baby Water. on the sweet microbes. Oh, no, no, they're like, no, no, look no, at all no, the microbes no. they have. They don't appreciate them,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah this is we'll this nurture is, them.
2: This is like this
3: is like three years after sign. so they they had been waiting for a long time of like, you know, you know that thing when you're procrastinating. And you're like, should we go, um, I know I'm busy next year. Uh, okay. So Chuck is good. And like somebody got a feed of the movie signs and they're watching the part where the aliens are getting melted by water. They're like these fucking pussies. (laughs)
0: Let's let's go and show them how to drink water. (laughs) Now here's the thing for me. And this was going through my head last night too. We, we only see what is the, um, the East coast, you know, upper East coast, New York, you know, Maryland, that, that type of, uh, Boston, Massachusetts area, and I'm like, yeah, of course, those aliens that come from those areas that have to take those over are probably really miserable. But the aliens in Hawaii are probably having a great fucking time. Like, enjoy. Like, it's already like it's already annexed. Like, it's going to be over within five minutes. And what are you going to do? Just hang out on the beach and wait till it's time. Like, no, the- these aliens are considerate. They
3: they know to leave Hawaii alone. Like, it's been bothered enough <laughs> Yes. Just let it let it be. The humans can li- any humans can live there if they want. If they're Hawaiian, if they're if they're American, stay the fuck out, please.
0: Yeah, I I mentioned it. But like we open on Tom Cruise in a crane on a dockyard. As I noted, when we watched it. We open on a crane shot
1: of a crane. And he is part of uh, the big cargo that's uh, destroying our planet with all of their uh, All of their uh, fuel, right? Yes. They're the ones that are responsible for climate change. Yay. Dude, he's in the
0: pocket of big cargo. He is. <laughs> yeah, He's the one that's like hoarding all this in the lab. And of- if there's
3: anyone who knows about pockets, it's cargo.
2: <laughs> I got
3: to tell you,
0: one
2: of, like, That joke has never been better. At one point we got to make the joke someone being in the pocket of big pants.
0: And (laughs) I've been honestly, I've been chasing that high ever since that day. (laughs) I love a good cargo short. There's nothing wrong with that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that that tracks, bud. I mean, I have them as well. I'm at least properly ashamed of having cargo
0: shorts. I can say this and in defense, Merritt already knows this whole argument. Here's the thing. You all know my, my fiance, the wife to be, um, I have to wear cargo shorts because there are not enough pockets for the things I have to carry for the, the trinkets that Merritt brings with her to places. Oh yeah. That's what the book's <laughs> about. The things I carried. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Like Brian's like, yeah, I went to Vietnam, but more important, but you want to know what the real Nam is, is when your wife is all this shit. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's, he's a
0: 90 stand-up comic and more more novelist. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I named this scene: man has a good day at work, drives like an asshole, blows his load, gets ruined by his ex-wife. That's a, that's a long scene title. I'm sorry,
3: I missed I missed I missed one piece of I missed one piece yeah. of that in the movie. Where does it? What is the blowing yeah. the load part?
0: Like in oh, his car? The way, yeah, the way he just like flies through the neighborhood like so inconsiderate and just blows through traffic signs. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this guy's a fucking asshole, but he's like jerking while he's doing it. You know, well, you. I, but you, you always take these things like a degree.
2: <laughs> It like it's not even the moments. I suspect it's not even moments. Like okay, here's gonna be a gritty moment, and it's like oh, this guy's driving crazy, and he's like, well, he's definitely jacking off. i like, wait, what? And he's,
0: even, and he's not even listening to like good metal. It's like the Scorpions, and it's not even like <laughs> Rock Me Like a Hurricane. He's it's like a B side, and he's just like, like
2: yeah, we've all this. we've all driven madly masturbating to Rock Me Like a Hurricane, but this guy has a bad music choice. Boomst among love? us?
1: Like. <laughs> Jesus I Christ. did think it was wrong that he got a sexy little muscle car and I'm glad that his boy stole it there. I yeah. see it. <laughs> and,
0: I'm, and I'm glad he has to drive a shitty van for the rest of it.
2: Oh, yeah, Because he's definitely going through his midlife crisis like plowing all the single moms in his neighborhood like uh, that I one have... he runs into later. Yeah.
0: Oh, Cheryl. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. fucked Cheryl a lot. Yeah. yeah. Which and I mean, he lets more... her die.
2: <laughs> he lets her die. That's the
0: thing.
1: Mm. He's an asshole. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't change. He doesn't. Really it's like change. ooh, ooh, yeah. sorry.
3: Yeah, there's too, There's not enough room on the boat. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Oh. I'll never sorry. let
1: go, Jack. I swear.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no.
3: That that
1: being <laughs>
0: said, though, like, what if we didn't I, kiss because I abandoned you? <laughs> 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 I, uh, I don't I just don't buy Tom Cruise as a blue collar guy. Like it, there's nothing in this movie that really brought me to that point or conclusion where I'm like, yeah, he's a he's a worker. It's yeah, a this
2: guy. was was this like the tail end of the busy dad, bad dad movies? I think so. Like okay. that was I feel like the nineties was just nonstop busy dad, bad dad. With your hooks and your Santa Clauses.
3: The I mean, this is Spielberg, so it's obviously it's a bad dad, busy dad movie.
2: He's finally doing that movie about his dad, right? Oh, the Fablemans? Yeah. Yeah, he's finally going all text and just doing a movie about his dad directly. Yeah, so he shows up and his kids are waiting there with the ex-wife. He has his disaffected teen son who he asked to uh, give a confusing handshake from. He, he he requests a confusing handshake, which, yeah, big divorced dad, weird energy where he's like, oh, you know, the kids with their, their weird handshakes and their yeah. hippity hop
0: music. But what's yeah. weird for me, too, is is Rory, or I think that's his name. Rory, Robbie. Son, Robbie. I don't know. I said Robbie. Rory. Uh, Robbie, the son, like, looks older than his dad. Like He's an old looking kid. Yeah. He, well, it's because uh, Tom Cruise
3: correct. is a baby man. It's he's only in man. the last, like, <laughs> like five years yeah.
0: that Robbie he's like. He does have to, like, hunch the whole time to talk <laughs> to Tom
2: Cruise. He does. Yeah. Like, that, Tom Cruise like, that guy's not coming to your set unless he's, like, crouched the whole show
0: (laughs) it actually ruined his career he developed a hump that he can't get rid of now because I
2: mean no, the only job that's why the only job he can get after this was Goku
0: Oh God! Is he in that terrible Dragon Ball?
2: He's Goku in the terrible. I've I've that's a movie I've not finished.
0: I have never seen it. I, I've only seen like little clips, and it was enough for me to go. I don't know if I could actually get through this because I'm like I've seen Kung Fu Hustle. Just do that, but with Dragon Ball characters. Yeah, that I'd be fine for. Oh, you know who also Robbie reminds me of, but like not in a good way is um just forgot his name, but uh, Scott Pilgrim, the kid who takes over playing bass for him.
3: Oh, uh, I don't know the oh oh
0: oh god, Young Neil or whatever. Yeah, he looks like Young Neil, but but I like think it's just the energy. hair. It's the hair. You're right. You're right. Because like, he's he he's a lot beefier than Young Neil. You know who's not beefier than Young Neil? Dakota Fanning. Look at that little what a, face. What a description
2: of Dakota Fanning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a weird change. I, it to, change her Wikipedia. Right, goddamn. Like now. It was,
2: it's almost <laughs> on body shaming. Like, yeah, do you even lift Dakota Fanning? <laughs>
0: She's not beefy at all. But only like this year, Dakota fanning, and only from this section of time during this movie.
2: Also, I'm gonna throw this out there. Dakota fanning from this movie, you get a time machine. She could probably kick your ass, Chris.
0: Oh no, a hundred percent. And I would let her because I'm I'm a gentleman. I'll be like, she would yeah, go like full hick on you and like slice the your tendons in your legs. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. if, I, if <laughs> I'm gonna go, like that's a great way to go. What yeah, a, like having your tendons sliced. No, no, no. Like getting the sh- like the the, the <laughs> being beaten to death by Dakota Fanning will be like the most memorable thing anyone has. Specifically like a 10 year old Dakota Fanning yeah. or wherever old she's, yeah. in, this like, movie. Like she's in the place. She's got to get in a time machine, hop from then to now, beat the shit out of me and that then is, kill me.
2: That is fair. It's one of those things like, oh, you know, a great fear, great human fear is like being forgotten. I was like, yeah, if I got murdered by a 10 year old famous actress, I would be remembered like, hey, remember that guy who got killed? to go (laughs) to fanning so i guess that's one way to gain immortality
3: yeah sorry i'm just looking she was born in 1994 which means she is three years younger than me which is just a strange like watching this movie i'm like because i was like going into my freshman year of high school when this movie came out and so it's like it's like so she's a baby and it's like oh she's slightly younger
2: than me Uh yeah she just looks younger (laughs) um So the kids are in the house. We see it's a mess of a house. He has like an engine block on the table. The wife is like, you have no food. The ex-wife's like, you have no food. I know what you're wondering, audience. Is there a stepdad who wears like sweaters and talks with proper grammar? Of course there is. What are you, new? It's a bad dad, busy dad movie.
0: And his name is Tim.
2: (laughs) Oh, man what and, a I'm sorry, terrible the, the entire, name every single shot of the film liar liar just re-entered my brain because <laughs> 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 i was like right robin hood's the the stepdad in that one yeah and also he uh. gets left he gets like thrown aside so she can bone jim carrey some more oh yeah oh my god oh, yeah no liar, tim liar. tim makes gets out
3: totally easy in this movie like he, yeah. He, yeah which i'm
2: glad
1: yeah, oh yeah. Good man, for, good for Tim. Can you imagine if it was like stepdad in the apocalypse? Right, like <laughs> he's like, I have to do what to these kids? Right, I have to. How do I save them? Right, like, well, yeah. oh, that'd be a totally different story. <laughs> Here's the honestly, I think
2: that that's almost like. I wouldn't mind seeing a version of that where like the kids are with a new stepdad that they don't really know as opposed to like yeah. a dad who's just not good <laughs> yeah. as opposed to a bad dad. But he's like a dad that the kids like don't, haven't really vibed yet and he but he has to like step up and actually like be their dad and save them and like that's how they bond like that. <laughs>
3: oh, God. Honestly, just, more engaging just to me. In, in, like, a, like a Mr. Mom or Uncle Buck type movie. It's War of the Worlds, but like Uncle Buck is first head. off. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uncle, replace Uncle Buck in this movie. It is 10,000 times better. This is
0: a good movie yeah.
2: and I stand by that math. I have very- very little
0: money you can have all of it to me
2: right. as the resident math doer on the podcast i'm gonna say the math checks out you know me sports guy math doer that's brandon that's right um, i've gotta i've gotta
3: make sure these kids don't get disintegrated by aliens and do their homework
2: Whoa. Now, now brian is there any way we can possibly tell that this is a child's bedroom? Do we have any any clues at all in the set dressing or the mise-en-scene? Any, um, any subtle hints in the cinematography? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, Dakota
3: Fanning as a baby has like a bunch of like teddy bears and dolls
2: and like stuff. And I like the then H, on- I like the H horse like an alphabet sign to teach you that horse, horse starts with H. It's like H is for a horse. Uh, but
3: also, I mean, but this is a shared room. It's also Robbie's room, and Robbie sleeps in a race car bed.
0: <laughs> race car bed. God damn. Robbie sleeps Chris, in a race car you bed. Sleep do you... race car bed? I wish. Mero. No. God damn it, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I
3: sleep in a big you're... bed with my wife. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: God damn yeah. it. I'm sorry.
1: That's right. Uh, actually, well, just a quick check out. a race out. car bed for a bit nice Ah, nice Mm
2: -hmm. yeah quick ashley uh just to check as the resident english doer on the podcast uh does horse start with h
0: just i just want to make sure it
1: does okay
0: (laughs) okay good the the thing that baffles me is it's not like he lives in an apartment that's like just a two-bedroom he lives in a full house he has a full house i'm like these two don't actually have to probably stay in the same fucking room like there's got to be an extra room somewhere else in this. No, because they're all separate Tom Cruise sex
3: dungeons. Yeah, um, he like he's like closing oh, okay. sex dungeon of sex dungeon. Like, don't, there, don't look in there. Don't look in there.
0: Because that, thank I, you for what?
2: saying sex dungeon. Yeah, oh, yeah. Chris, I no. you make it
0: hard to be on this podcast sometimes, bud. <laughs> no, no. I, I have a I have a valid point here. Okay, do I you was realizing this last night? Okay, after you guys left, I was realizing this. So we can all agree that Tom Cruise is essentially trying to get, when we get to it, is trying to get his kids out of his life into his ex-wife's hands again. Yes, Robbie literally calls him out on this later. He does not like his children. Right. But when the pregnant ex-wife leaves the house, she's in the doorway and silhouetted with her belly and she's holding and he's like, you look amazing. That's your perfect stature. That's what you should always look like. And I realized he has a breeding kink. He just wants to put babies in this woman and just like, just get rid of them. He just wants to put babies in pregnant ladies and then get rid of the kids. All right. Speaking of Chris disappointing
2: us. <laughs> uh, so as you recall, I, I was not, I I was otherwise indisposed when we were doing the Trash of Treasures last week. Uh, and so I've now listened to the episode, so I've heard about the gentleman and the fisting of the chiffon sweaters. Yeah,
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it's a, the, the, my favorite St. Patrick's stage tradition. It's time for the fisting <laughs> of the chiffon, <laughs> yeah, the chiffon sweaters. sweaters.
2: Yes. <laughs> so first off, yeah, weirdo, buy, buying the socks for the Papa dinner stand, but also, I just want to say, as the weird uncle who lives out of town, like, yeah, what, whatever you can do to connect with your niece and nephew, like, you just go oh. with it. Like, I, so first off. Ashley's going to fix him so it's fine if memory serves <laughs> uh, so maybe this guy maybe this guy's life's about to be looking up but also just, just I want to shout out like okay you're a little weird buddy and I don't know why you had to bring in that thing about the sweaters but <laughs> uh, shout out shout out to, to weird childless uncles much like the aforementioned Uncle Buck
1: My note, Chris, for this section was that pregnant is the new sexy, and that's all the further it went.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, I mean, he does. I'm just telling. He's like, he's like, yeah, you look, you look amazing. I'm like, oh, Uh, don't, don't do that. Ashley and Chris watch
2: the same moment. Ashley's like, this is an empowering moment for female sexuality. Chris, I bet he has a breeding kink in his sex dungeon. (laughs) In this S.I.I. will show.
3: Speaking of essays, speaking of essays, Robbie's Robbie has homework to do. He has a paper due on the French occupation of Algeria because this movie might be slightly about colonialism and and like occupying <sighs> forces and, and oh. perhaps some sort of like famous American occupation that was that it may be in it's like third year. At yeah, this occupy point.
2: Wall Street. I, <laughs> that, that, I the leave the 1% that, alone. you cowards. The thing that happened years
3: after the movie came out. Yes.
1: And also, maybe the mass genocide, you know, done by settlers in America and so South America, where they use Ashley, germs. Actually, I checked
2: a
0: lot of current history books that children are reading, and didn't say anything about that. Nothing you about must germs. Be mistaken.
1: Nothing about germs. school.
0: Um, I, I I went to poorly funded public school. Can you explain to me how this movie is not just about aliens getting a cold?
1: Yep. <laughs> oh, Yep. because germs are the greatest weapon that humanity well ever chris chris oh, Chris, it's like smallpox with the native oh my god yes wait are you seriously just
0: realizing this no i'm oh. i'm being dead serious oh chris chris it's just it's just aliens because i mean cults because they're not used to our environment uh,
3: no chris that chris chris I chris know? don't Holy don't sell goodness. your don't sell yourself short you know this movie is about so much more than an alien getting a cold. You've already said it's about Tom Cruise and his breeding kink.
0: (laughs) You can so easily read all the subtext into it. The dick measuring in this movie, too, is absurd. It is absurd when he's like, hey, Robbie, get out of bed. We got to go play catch like a real father and real son. And you're going to wear a Boston Red Sox hat and I'm going to wear a Yankees hat because we're just conflict in human form and we're going to throw a ball at each other as hard as we fucking can until one of us dies. That's male bonding. (laughs) I was just going to let that hang as long as we wanted
2: to. Um, (laughs) Uh, It's honestly one of my favorite parts of the episode is when Chris would go on a rant and they're just like stone silence. (laughs) God bless you all for being my friend. We love you, bud. (laughs) I love you too. This like
3: five minutes of the movie, like it's just five minutes of placing the movie squarely in the year two thousand five, because like when he, when Miranda Otto, uh, who is a return from season one's I Frankenstein, by the way, uh, one of the lost episodes. Thank God.
1: My note was just what up, Aowen. (laughs)
3: <laughs> uh but well, she know. she talks about you know she's like i have a cell phone so if you need to call you need to get in touch so it's back in the 2000s when having a cell phone was a big deal then the next thing is as brandon got angry about uh last night when the newscasters are talking about incidents happening in uh, lightning storms happening overseas they keep calling it the ukraine
1: yeah
3: instead of ukraine
1: 2005 yeah.
3: And then, and then Dakota Fanning is flipping through the channels and stops on an episode of SpongeBob. No, that was nice.
0: It was nice to see. Oh, I'm not complaining. The moment I had when they got to SpongeBob, I was like, oh, this is so nice that like SpongeBob has lasted. Like that's like seeing that as a pop culture icon from 2005, being like, I was there when that happened. And it's still, it's still happening. This
1: is like, it's really
0: nice. It's tingly.
1: I would die so fast without electricity, you guys. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, I don't even think I would be around long enough for the monsters to show up. I think it would just be like, oh, the electricity's out. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm in big trouble. Yeah. How do <laughs> I eat food?
2: <laughs> before, before we completely move on from the, the game of catch, though, I want to point out because this is like the only time in the movie I like Robbie. Well, I guess I like that he steals Tom Cruise's car. That's fun too. But he has such high effort, asshole energy. Like he wants to be an asshole to his dad, but like he went out of his way to buy a Boston hat and bring it. Yeah. And then he still didn't want to play catch, but he's like, "Okay." On the off chance he forced me to play catch, I'm gonna make sure I have a fucking Red Sox hat to wear just to piss off my old man. I'm like, that's he put in a lot of steps. Like he had to bring a prop with him to do this <laughs> thing that he wasn't playing. It's not like they, it's not like they were going to a baseball game and that was their plan. It's Like no, he's just going to his house. He brought the hat just, just to wear it. But like the, for, weird the
0: measuring when he throws it at Robbie and it kind of hurts for a second and under yeah. the he goes, that's half of it. That's yeah,
2: because that's why I wrote it down. It's like teams are the worst. Also, old men, maybe just men. Yes, men are the worst.
1: <laughs> that's that's. I'll accept your logic. There's a test on dick
2: measure. I'm like, I get the I get the teenage, teenager teenagers are assholes. We all agree. We all know teenagers are assholes. That's just we all were, and and
0: every teenager from now to the end of time will be an asshole. I'm sorry, Dakota um, Fanning's kind of an asshole in this movie, too, for ordering health food. Like you know, let's you have so, a free so, menu, you can order whatever the fuck I mean. Want. This was
3: another oh, this was a, no, this was no. the other bit the other uh planted it squarely in the year two thousand five because Tom Cruise eats it, he's like, What is this?
2: It's hummus. It's health food. He's like hummus That's foreign shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like we'll get we'll order some freedom fries. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah, I thought we ate food here. Honestly, it's truly it's truly a sign of the past is another land because like this, I was firmly a person by the point at the time this movie came out. Like I was a, a functioning human. Yeah. But even I was like, oh right, hummus was like a weird confusing thing that like middle America be like, what? And I'm like, I think even my parents would understand the concept of hummus.
0: He also just acts like the only other options that you can have are pepperoni or ham hot pocket. Like those are the two that you're allowed to eat. in Tom Cruise's presence. Yes. Those I mean, f-
2: cause those are food. He can also have 13 pizza rolls. I, I cause they're hungry
0: guys. Ah, <laughs> <I'm> hungry guys.
2: <laughs> I know next time we all watch a movie together. Ashley should definitely make some, some, pizza rolls and oh my god
1: <laughs> I just would- make oh. sure that i have a little party pack for when uh i'm alone in the kitchen <laughs> t- yeah and you I- have my activities my little well yeah <laughs> but
3: everybody i have some fantastic news Goody. Wow. because some very hungry guys are about to show up to this planet a, st- a storm's a brewing outside. Like, uh, that's uh,
0: putting it mildly. <laughs> white people gathering to watch a lightning storm so, outside. Here's
2: the thing they walk outside, and then he first he doesn't know what's going on, and he turns around and he sees what it conservatively looks like a black hole that has appeared in the middle of the sky with like a tornado around it like this unnatural cloud formation. And someone's like, Jared, say anything like that? And he's like, and springtime, sure. I was like, where does he live? This is a normal formation in the sky in springtime
1: for you.
0: Tony Island.
1: I like that he says to his daughter, want to see something cool, which uh, famous last words if I've ever heard any right up
0: there with hold my beer. Yeah, that's the start of stand by me, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then like all this lightning just starts, you know going everywhere and he drags his child into the house and forces her under the table like that's really going to do anything i'm like we're not going to not talk about the weirdo family though
2: She's in the backyard, <laughs> and she's talking to one of the neighbors. And they show the other neighbors, and like, if yeah, the, the four other of neighbor, them.
0: the other neighbor is is Amy Ryan,
1: yeah.
2: Yes. Ooh, yeah by
0: the way, he ha- clearly has also fucked because he's fucked. Oh, obviously, yes, he's Yeah, that, that is yeah, clearly
3: not... his son that she's holding.
1: because
0: yeah. <laughs> he has a breathing fetish. <laughs> it's
1: taller than him, it's dead. every kid in the neighborhood.
2: Yeah, all the kids are him. Yeah. Um, but, but no, except they, for they're except they're for the weirdo kids that we're about to they're all in like. Throwing like matching sweaters and khakis, and they're standing like they're in a Sears portrait studio, just like staring at the sky with like blank expressions on their faces. <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure they were aliens just in like human suits. I was I was just thinking of Tom Cruise populating the uh, the town of Hostel with all the children. So
2: Okay. Also, I understand he's a busy dad, bad dad. We've established that thoroughly. But I feel like he he trips over the lowest of bars in a way that I can't even believe that, that like, break kind of the reality of the situation where, like, his young daughter is goes, are we going to be OK? And he goes, I don't know.
0: Like, it's not that hard to lie to a kid in that scenario. Just lie to him. Well, and, and then again, like this, this is also post. This is a post 9-11. You know, <laughs> New York it, oh, is it? Is it now?
2: Hmm. it's there, uh, f- 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 surely there's no
0: imagery or anything that's evocative of time 11 in this film like I, there is a moment later when she does call out like is it that terrorist and I'm like yes that's that is kind of the answer that we're looking for isn't it you know like somebody just say the big T word it's fine
1: you know what else is relevant to when this movie came out this skirt over jeans look that Amy Ryan is sporting oh. yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh! I well, also, his so leather jacket—the leather jacket with the two different colored stripes on the shoulders. I will say, actually, I feel are. like
2: you and I didn't meet until 2010, and I feel like I still saw you rocking the occasional skirt over jeans. Oh, for sure, because oh, no, like no.
1: until like actual leggings became like trendy, I was uh-huh. ruined. I have a long torso. I needed something <laughs> to like cover all of me, and that is one way to do it. And I 100 did. Constantly. Well,
0: actually, <laughs> we've we've talked about this before. Like ex church kids, you know, we're mm-hmm. about a decade behind everything. So it's like, yeah, you 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 can rock that look a little bit longer. You, you know, you're just you're catching up still. I get it.
1: As being modest.
2: Chris. We all can't be the Casanova of the conservative Christian college.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man, show me that fucking ankle, anyway. Um, yeah, no this 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 whole scene going like walking downtown. He abandoned Taking my way downtown. At home lightning flash, thunder crashing. I'm homebound. He, 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 he abandons his smallest child at home to go find Robbie in the car, and like, yeah. Uh, but also when well, he, he finds he's a, Robbie,
1: he's the worst dad. He's the oh, worst he dad. He's just a really 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 yep. bad dad.
2: When yeah. yeah, when he finds Robbie though, Robbie's like the lightning struck twenty six times. We counted. And I was like. You counted what? Right. Also, well, that doesn't come back. I was like, okay, they went out of our way to tell us that Robbie counted how many lightning strikes there
0: were. Also, there's a moment too where these two idiots are beside Tom Cruise, sandwiching him in, like interrupting each other back and forth. And I was like, even sitting here last night, going, oh, this, this is how listening to our show can be sometimes. <laughs> it's, it is hard to, like, it's just hard to focus. Yeah, they, yeah, these, these two are kind of the, the proto
3: Badger and Skinny Pete yeah like but but it's so weird because they only appear in this scene they just show up and they act like it's been a whole like oh yeah tom cruise and his buddies uh you know these wacky characters these wacky best friends who are definitely gonna make it
2: it's just trying to like oh well the people of the community respect him his kids are just little
0: shits because he's actually (laughs) like he's a cool dad he's you're not used to him he's not like other dads he's a cool dad question for the hive mind um if if you're in a situation where there's a smoldering hole in the middle of the street do you put your hand in it or do you not put your hand in it
3: i, I am miles have... away from the the smoldering hole in the ground
1: <laughs> one of my exact notes is i would be one of these idiots oh that... no <laughs> if i'm already there Firstly, it's yeah it's like it was like wait what's going on here yeah. like I like to think of myself that I would maybe like at least be a little further back. But uh, if that happened near me, I'd probably no. if I I've like
2: heard news reports, if it looked like a bunch of lending hit downtown, I'd be like, I'm just going to drive to Dayton. I was
0: like, I'm just gonna hop in my car and head towards Dayton just to be safe. Yeah. My, my thing is this, like, I'm not, I'm not seeking it, but like, if you just happen to bring the outbreak monkey and I can cuddle with it, it's probably going to happen. Like if we are in the same area, Fine, you know, but like, I'm not going to go downtown to stick my hand in a foreign hole that just, you know, you don't know what's happening. That's stupid. Don't do that. But what happens after that is amazing because these idiots scatter and this whole entire sequence is this.
3: I, I mean, yeah, this this begins like, again, why you make Spielberg do this, like why Spielberg would why you get Spielberg to do this movie, because all of like the big tripod set pieces They like if you watch nothing else of the movie, watch like the intersection scene and the ferry scene, like because they are incredible. And it's just because like I'm just going to rave about just how much there's so much build up. Yeah. I mean, just starting from the storm cloud, you just have this gradually increasing sense of like dread and atmosphere building and building until yeah, then the ground and then the ground starts to shake. You get like the Bugs Bunny cracks in the ground forming. Everybody's going like The church
0: has a literal sidewalk sale because the entire (laughs) front of the church peels away from
1: it. I Also, I would like to credit John Williams in the music of this movie because it is Perfect. It was like unobtrusive, but it set the mood. And then it, when it's big, it's big, and mm-hmm. it's just like, oh this is good. Like I don't want to listen to it on repeat, but it's very good.
3: <laughs> I did because I got the soundtrack when this oh movie came God. out because it's in oh bulls, th- especially yeah. the intersection scene, like just yeah, and like and the whole music of like the the tripod like coming out Ooh, of the oh. ground. Oh, not even that. It's that the whole like, the burn. <laughs> like it's just this like and I, and again it's these details where you know the the cracks are all forming and you've got this the a, a bigger crater in the ground
0: mm-hmm.
3: and then all of a sudden like the crater like you and it, there's some, some sort of explosion from underneath because the ground shoots up and then collapses in on itself and so you've got the big like smoking hole in the ground and then the first foot comes out and smashes a car well, no, first it's the, it's one of the, a car fell into the hole and then the, yeah, the car flies out of the hole yeah. and then the foot comes out and then it's just slowly, you see the things start to rise and like very pointedly that the, the headlights on this thing, you know, look like eyes. Mm-hmm. Like and yeah. just, so it makes the tripods themselves look like monsters. Yeah. And so then, yeah, that comes out, people start running and then finally you get like the tripod head emerging from the fog, the wide shot of the city And it's just and then it's my background now, just the the tripod standing there, you know, silhouetted against the sun. And it's just and again, the music cuts out at this point and it's just the silence for a minute as the, you know, the water's falling off of the tripod. And then we get it. That sound. The uh, the pop star sound. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and it and it promptly takes a dump when it does it too. Like like I know it's just like debris falling off of it, but it just made me laugh because it was And then yeah, and then the music comes back in
3: as, you know, we see a guy with a camcorder uh who presumably changed the solenoid in it like Tom Cruise told Manny to do with the car. And he's filming the he's filming the tripod and And again, just and you start to see it like in the shot of the tripod. You see these two little arms cut like pivoting out of the sides, Mm -hmm. and then you you have Tom Cruise and like you see you see it fully happening in the reflection of the beer, and you see it starting to light up, and just like that that build and build and build as you're like you're waiting. Okay, what's going to happen? And then finally, the lasers start shooting out, and we don't see the first guy get hit. You just see the camcorder fall, and then we we zoom in on the. Camcorder video display as you start seeing just people getting disintegrated left and right, just and it's just like it's just so fucking cool. Like yeah, it's just- I just I
0: think the shot from like the perspective onto the camera is one of the most like intriguing things, like intriguing shots that they they put together in this film. Absolutely. I think another thing that is underrated and never talked about that often in sci-fi is when you get laser beams. They're not always just, you know, green and red for good and bad. Like, I love that this movie takes the opportunity to use full spectrum. So, like, you get like this rainbow of colors coming off of these and waves they- that are just so like you get this beautiful image, like this beautiful color, like the DMT that's gonna happen, that's gonna like release in their brains when they're fried and turned into sand, and then all of a sudden just like dust.
3: And honestly, it's, it's kind of there, there's I love the the lasers in the movie. But like you know, I talked before about how I have the I have a copy of the shooting script, and the shooting script describes like the laser. It's really it's more of a it's basically like a reflector disc. It's sort of so it's it's it functions more like a shining a magnifying glass on an ant yeah, it's, type yeah, thing. It's magnifying. where you're focusing the light and mm-hmm. you know set it and just destroying it. And it's like I kind of like that concept, but also the way that it's still executed amazingly in the movie. It's just you know, people just turning into dust and just like instantaneous. It's
2: just so like.
1: Half of my notes for this movie is just the word "cool." Yeah.
2: <laughs> is that what you said when they destroyed a church, attacking
0: God, <laughs> yeah. Martian yeah. overlords destroying our our sacred religions? Yeah. It also made me want to watch Super Eight. like that that whole sequence, too. It, it, there's so much of what Spielberg does well that everything when you get moments like this, they do feel like stampedes, stampedes of people or stampedes of like trains. And they're these epic moments of just like destruction. And then there's that beautiful silence at the end of, you know, most of those main shots. But even here where he's just like on the corner at the street, covered in other people's dust and then realizing, like, oh shit I gotta go get my kids but also I'm covered in people
1: even though he had made zero attempts up until that point to get back to his children who uh, are in his care and protection
0: I, I will give him this credit though like he's not the worst dad in the world because he could have just been like fuck those kids I'm out like because who, who's going to prosecute at this point for you they're I, not going to be must,
2: Yeah. I do want to shout out the, uh, the The I like how you're only concerned with the legal issues like there's no moral implications <laughs> it's just the <a> legal issue
0: <laughs> It's, uh, it's really down. you're the You're the
2: conservative Christian one, Chris. What the hell? Well, not anymore, but uh, That's <laughs> fair. You're, you are Christian, though, so I thought maybe the moral uh, yeah, implications yeah, are way yeah. heavier on you. <laughs> not definitely. me. I'm dead inside and outside. We love yeah. it. Uh, um, I, I love the acting on the. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was, I was like that. That guy. He he had one day on set. He's he's like I'm in a Spielberg movie. I'm gonna act. I'm gonna get the award for most acting. <laughs> yeah, dude uh yeah I, t- I mean i do want to know the physics of these weapons but also people dust is gross it's yeah, just gross. gross yeah because uh, uh, he gets back to the fucking house and he's like a, a wet bandit from home alone too <laughs> just covered in powder
0: oh i also like i love what he gets back to and they're scrambling to try to get shit together to figure out like what to, to take and he grabs a 40 pack of you know, D batteries for his flashlight drops all of them but two, and then just proceeds to leave. And I'm like, you had so many batteries, just take them all. Yeah, you guys remember batteries. batteries? What's going on? I uh, he, he's he's got a thing that you can that you, yeah. Do you have
2: a lot of sex stores to take D batteries? Because yep. that's yeah.
0: inconvenient. Well, I mean, I get, look at I all the he's getting from the neighborhood, man. He's I guess awesome I, this, was,
2: this was this is for like nowadays. I figure most of that stuff would be like rechargeable, you know, lithium ion shit. Two thousand five, baby. That's true. Two thousand five. It was a, it was a nightmare. You want your battery operated uh, uh, marital age? You need to pop some D batteries in that sucker. Or,
1: or Give me a, that D. Yeah.
0: God forbid, <laughs> in the early days of the internet, you bought one and it came from Yugoslavia and it didn't have an adapter. Like, what are you supposed to do at mm. that point? You, you've got the tool but you don't have the power. There are a lot of very specific details in that story, Chris, that
2: we're not going to dig in on. We're just going <laughs> to throw it out there. Moving probably, on. Probably a good idea. Uh, so the, the whole stealing the uh, van thing. Is of course, awful. of course, this fucker has a gun. Honestly, I'm just surprised he had it in a safe with a code. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I would think it would just be like a loose gun rattling around in a drawer in his kitchen. He's like, all right, the gun drawer. <laughs>
1: they set it up like it's going to be a lot more important, too. Like, yeah, it eventually goes off yes. and then is immediately lost. I was yeah. like, that's it?
2: Brian was saying, like, it's it's the rare Chekhov's gun that goes off in the second act. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, they <it> misfired. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I
3: shot it. <laughs> well, and then it's also it's kind of beautiful because there's a whole chunk of act three that is like him like very pointedly not wanting a gun to go off. Yes. Because it's like we literally need if you if you put if you let that gun
0: go off, we die. Yeah. 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 By the way, like the way they kind of meander through this crowd, like don't give away that we're going to steal this van and get away from all the shit like and then hopping in the van and the argument that he has back and forth with the mechanic. It's 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 uh, this movie that are actually like genuinely hard to watch. And that one is one of them for. Me. But also it's it's this
2: also a bit of absurdism. It reminded me of this thing that gets t- torn apart in um World War Z. Where it's like this guy outside the car, I'm like, we see like the lasers and stuff blowing up behind him and he doesn't move or react until he gets hit. Like there's no way he didn't hear something coming or anything happening. The, the tree her. five feet away from him bursts into flames. Doesn't flinch. Doesn't look yeah. in that direction. Stands there just smiling. Like, huh? Why is my buddy Tom Cruise being? I mean, little, th- little weird? this
3: guy. This guy yeah. is an extremely New York car mechanic. He's straight out of 1998's Godzilla, where the which is as we, which as we recall is a movie where a dinosaur, a giant lizard, storms through the city, and somebody's
2: like, uh, another parade." no that makes sense I, that's right because when the yeah. tripods attacking tom cruise and his family he climbs a building and throws a pipe at him and says hey you messed with tom cruise you messed with all of us <laughs>
0: <laughs> brooklyn <laughs> um yeah no I, I i think the the interesting thing is this movie oh my
3: god the green goblin also turns people into dust at one point well he turns them into
0: skeletons. they have skeletons yeah, that's yeah, way cooler yeah. if, I, if i'm being honest way cooler <laughs> And way harder, because, you know, you can eviscerate somebody a little bit easier than, like, getting all the meat off of someone.
2: It's 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 one of the right things that's cooler and funnier, because then just sure. the skeleton's like, and falls over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I find really interesting is, like, when this movie was made and released, of course, 2005, it lands perfectly, though, because there's just enough people who have cell phones, but just enough people who are still not on the cell phone bandwagon. So, like, Mm -hmm. This big major disaster happening, you know, half a mile away in New York, like from your 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 borough or whatever, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, you may not know because you didn't get a notification on your phone. You didn't get all that shit like if this movie was made like five years later, it would have been so much harder to make that believable. I do wonder,
2: I wonder if I'm just not conspiratorially minded enough because maybe these tripods are attacking and the sun has to ask, like, is this these from Europe? Are they European? I'm like, (laughs) I think if I saw something this advanced, my assumption would not be that like one of the world powers have been like secretly developing like hyper advanced weaponry because people are bad about hiding that shit. They'd be showing this stuff off for years. Like, I, I immediately would seem like, oh, this, ah,
0: we got aliens. We got aliens. We're yeah. time travelers. The Germans are working on a lot of like really sleek, sexy looking robot type things in the military. So, like, yeah. I know that they're just working on sexy robots. They want to fuck robots, Chris. Oh.
3: oh see all of this like i wouldn't even be asking like oh my god is it from europe is it from where is it from where's it from i'd be too busy going oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck
2: oh ah, ah, ah. Uh, yeah i mean we'd all be having trauma responses i mean you know uh, yeah everyone everyone's body would be so coarse with adrenaline i have
0: a heart attack like an hour and a half in yeah I'm just staying in the basement just, yep just let me die
2: I will say Dakota as usual she's, she's a really good actress. Uh, I haven't seen her as much lately about assuming she maintain she continues to be one but especially as a child she was really good for a child actor. Um but I am not believing her response a lot in this movie where it seems like they were like I don't know she should be screaming more. But like they have her like so intelligently written when she's like calling out her dad for his like improper behavior and stuff and then she's just like I can't control my mind I guess I'll scream. So that, yeah that that was one thing I was like I don't like in addition to not caring just have to listen to a bunch of screaming i also did not believe yeah. that
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's the thing it, it, she does rely a lot on the screaming throughout the rest of this movie and again i understand she's like a 10 year old yeah and that was a criticism was at the time as well like it's, just, it's just there's a, it's it's a lot
3: yeah and it, it, it's like the thing is like is like it does make sense yeah a child would be extremely terrified yeah during this Especially because like she is getting very very little of the information that even we are getting. What little information there is to get, like so she. I mean, it's like it doesn't mean that it's at all pleasant to listen to over and over again.
2: No, it's one of those things though. Like this movie included, like most most bad parent movies show like kids becoming mature too soon, and like processing things at an adult level in a way that's unhealthy, obviously, but. Yeah. But, and, and so even she's even shown, like, you know, she ordered, she saved the health food menu and she ordered food. She's so more competent. And then here they want her to be like so incompetent that she can only scream when
0: she is confused and scared. Well, and they kind of try to treat it, too, with the with the anxiety and the panic attack that happens in the van and the brother trying to help her, like, refocus and everything as well. But it I don't know. It's just it's fine. Oh, are we ready to talk about the 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 wooden spoon of this movie, which is more more upsetting than anything else? Yeah, they write. Yeah, <laughs> so, so they get to
2: the the mom and stepfather's house, this giant ass McMansion. First, they're
0: like, "Oh, we don't have food." And I'm like, "You dumb!" They they seem to be
2: confused about the concept that they would have food in this house. Yeah,
0: yeah. in a pantry. That thing is filled with uh, with with gummy bears and snacks and granola bars, Nature Valley bars,
1: seaweed. Oh yeah, they
0: are like of, even you know? if
2: they were going to like because here's the thing they were coming back that weekend. We want not think if they're like, oh, I'm watching you for the summer. Your mom is going to Boston for three months. Yeah, then there would make sense that there's like no fresh food or stuff in right. the fridge or whatever. But no, it's like their parents and kids are going to be back there in two days. Like yeah. there's there's food in the house. There's probably you know, leftovers yeah. in the fridge of
0: snacks in a, in a pantry somewhere. And then Tom Cruise brings out the peanut butter he brought from home with his uh goopy. Oh, the first of the
2: goops. The first
0: of the goops. <laughs> it's wallpaper paste goopy. It is. I mean, it does oh, stick to the wall. And then. Uh, <laughs> he does. He throws the fucking peanut butter. Well, because
3: uh, Rachel's like, uh, I can't eat that. I'm allergic to peanut butter.
1: How <laughs> did he not know? Because how did he not two know? Two things.
0: So, two he quests. Jumped the child and his ex wife and then disappeared. <laughs> so, it's two things. One, how did he
3: not know? And two, She's awfully chill about being right next to peanut butter if she's allergic to like allergic to peanut butter. I feel like you'd be a little more like like backing
0: away when when the jar comes out. If only she was an obstinate child and Tom Cruise, like if this was a comedy, he could like look at her and be like, prove it. If this was Uncle
2: Buck with (laughs) (laughs) with aliens. Yes. Yes. Uncle Buck would make a giant pancake. He'd order some dominoes. Uncle Buck would see. That's the thing crazy out of town childless uncles don't panic in the sight of not having proper rations. Yeah.
0: My whole life is not having proper rations. I just yep. put things together until it tastes good. Yeah. And if uncle Buck had a breeding kink, we'd be like, Oh,
3: this charming character.
0: <laughs> I mean, I wish there's more uncle Buck DNA out there in the world. I think we I did it. actually make that movie. It's that movie where Vince Vaughn keeps donating his sperm to a sperm bank. And he's the guy that has like 600 children.
2: Okay, you just made Vince... that movie. Up. Hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. No, that's dead. a real movie. It is, it. but here, here's, here's the problem, though, Chris. You said yeah. Vince Vaughn. For some reason, my brain plugged in the name Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So then Better I was like, movie. I was like, this movie can't exist. Better movie.
0: I was... no, no, hold on. Better movie because at the end he goes up and he he gets one last sample after getting all of his kids and goes. Hey, together we're family. Yeah,
2: no, like I get. That's the thing. Like, my brain was it like, on the ex- it's, "It's much better, but it can't exist."
3: Well, And what you do is you have like the army of six hundred children, and they all like they're, they're all just regular looking children. There's not we're not doing any sort of like CGI fuckery to make them look more Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Lo- they don't have to look anything like him, but they all do respond in unison family like dubbed over by vin diesel yeah. <laughs> just like he's great he's
0: gonna record each family individually mm-hmm. but then they all get into cars lined up in the desert and drive away and then the final title card is revealed and it's fast and furious 666 the final fast and furious film mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> oh boy oh, 665 the- before that
2: yep mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, also God. Quick shout out to James Gunn when I'm thinking of the I Am Group for writing out uh, group versions of the script that have translations, but he only gives them to the characters, the people who are playing characters that understand Groot. Amazing. Yeah, so he's like, all right, we're sleeping in the basement, and this is when we find out this child has back problems. I'm like, oh, honey, if you're a child with back <laughs> problems, I have a very bad news about your 30s.
1: I wrote a girl's name.
2: <laughs> Did
0: you have back problems when you were at Nine. Nope. No. I I I I will say this though as a as a youngin I feigned back problems and things because I thought it was funny to be like ah I'm a child but I have the the joints of a geriatric man. <laughs> and then uh, uh uh Loki
3: comes out like skipping around the corner like be careful what you wish for. Hmm.
0: I was the bench. And child. you're like, you're not a genie. And that wasn't a wish. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and then the opening of Donnie Darko happens. <laughs> the house. Brian, wasn't it you that last night pointed out that these rich yuppie fucks have two rooms their- and yeah, they have a, a, have a side basement
3: outside. They have side basement on the side of their basement, which I assume was really just kind of like where the furnace and water heater and stuff are. But it's yeah. like, like a side pantry
0: it's, on a, the- it's a shame closet. Like, mm-hmm. oh, don't go in there. That's where we keep our... Yeah. They have
3: a side closet off of their closet. Never yeah. a good thing to have.
2: <laughs> Cause, cause, yeah, because the lightning's striking outside and they're, they're freaking out and he's like, okay, let's go to an even more secure, smaller basement. And they like just barely make it or whatever. And yeah. fire and shit's happening. Uh, so it's a hell
1: of a bunker because they are totally fine. It, and it everything else should be destroyed. Yeah.
2: Well, it's, it's uh, I wrote down uh, a quote from a, a movie. That's also threatening to show up. Charlie Wilson's war, uh, which yeah. is, that's a thick dog. <laughs> Speaking of Tom Hanks doing. Oh, funny that, accents. Yeah.
3: Incidentally, that is a dad movie, specifically my dad. That is a dad movie. Honestly, but it also, it's, it's also just, a, a movie. That's great for it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman in it.
2: So <laughs> he's so fucking good. And that line is given to Philip Seymour. Yeah, it's, Honestly, I kind of like it. I know I shouldn't. It's Aaron Sorkin. And, you know, I'm a I'm a, you know, (laughs) comfy, intellectual, white liberal. So I shout out to Megan
3: Amram for the tweet that lives rent free in my head. (laughs) I like Sorkin, Sorkin, my own dick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I think it would have been interesting in this moment, though, if we hadn't seen that they were aliens yet. We had just seen like the weather patterns and things being destroyed and not like kind of. You know, Lovecraftian, have it behind you, never see what it's actually happening. Because when we get to the moment when y- you see the plane that has crashed in the neighborhood out front, I'm like, oh, you could put two and two together, be like, bad lightning storm, lightning hit the plane, plane falls in neighborhood, like, and then you could have a a a bigger reveal in this moment than just kind of like.
2: The problem is that the film is called War of the Worlds, and it is the most famous alien invasion story in the history of the world.
0: This is very true.
2: So that that's that's the tricky part of that. What I don't get is so he goes outside. He sees a plane. He's a dude like scrambling around (laughs) in the plane. And he's like, hey, man, were you on this plane? And then later a woman shows up. She's like, hey, were you on this plane? What the fuck is with these people thinking that if someone was on that plane, they'd just be like walking around around the outside of the wreckage.
3: You know, I want a whole movie about this ragtag news team making their way through the alien apocalypse. Yeah. Because, you know, there's just a super fun like it's like Twister that that kind of gang, like just like tooling around in -hmm. their little truck.
0: Well, and also, like, I, I think it's interesting, too, because uh, there's that moment where they're like, oh, yeah, that guy, he's deaf. A bomb went off next to his ear or whatever. I'm like, he's not deaf. He just doesn't want to hear anybody talk right now. The world is ending. You don't have to worry about shit anymore. Do whatever you want.
2: I I, I, I mean, fun bit, but also I'm like, why is Chris attacking this man who's probably <laughs> deaf? <laughs> He's not deaf. He pushes him over. Wait, why would would you push him over if he's
1: not deaf? (laughs) It doesn't make any
0: sense. (laughs) I'll prove it. Push. That
1: female reporter just can't stop talking. Now you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: uh, oh God. And actually she reminds me. Oh, of, that's uh, a reporter we... from Godzilla. This is Godzilla. This is just oh, Godzilla. Ryan,
3: we, well, we don't
0: makes me watch Godzilla again?
3: <laughs> well, there's a scene we don't get in their side movie where they're riding down the road and she's just going like, ah, New York, New York. Ah, did, did you ever see the, did you ever see the thing of the aliens attacking? And the other newscaster looks at the deaf one and like kind of signs, uh, Won't stop talking, huh? And then you see subtitles under the deaf guys, glass breaking. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yay, him, him references. (laughs) Basically, she's like a slight exposition
2: machine. And so she also shows the news clip that they took that they could slow down enough on their regular news camera so you could see like an alien riding the lightning down into the pods. She also uh, leads into this was like, once the tripods start to move, no more news comes
3: out of that area. Cut to news video of the tripods moving through that area. Well, they're the
2: protagonists of this side movie. So that, that's oh, why that's I'd, true. Yeah. unless Except for them. No one else can get news out of the area. It's like,
3: Holy shit. Cameraman. Other guy. We've got a magic fan.
2: We've got to get to that. We got to get to Washington and let them know. Oh yeah, that was Miss Frizzle. That was you know. <laughs> that was in her younger days. She was a news reporter.
3: There's no money in education. You gotta get into entertainment.
0: But unlike Miss Frizzle, she knows to stop at a road stop and not make the children pee on the side of the highway.
3: <laughs> he very specifically doesn't want to stop uh, at a road stop anywhere because yeah,
0: they'll
2: steal someone to steal the car. Yeah, he's
3: he's he's taking all of like the side roads and stuff, like through just like ghost towns and stuff. Because he does. Yeah, it's like a. We we have the only functioning car in a hundred mile radius. Yeah, people are gonna want this, which
2: is odd. I don't know why that is. I don't know why yeah. that car is working. With, and the only yeah, thing I can
0: think because the is the, is is the, the solenoid. And... Way. Yeah it was out of the car when the EMP went off and then he put the new one in when the EMP, like, after it happened and that's why it works. But also, there had to be enough mechanics operating in the world that, like, if you can, uh,
2: there are solenoids that aren't attached to cars that are, like, new ones that people would be able to fix cars by now. It's, yeah, uh, it's just, it, 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 that it, didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um
3: I mean, granted that we, there are plenty of, like, we see, like, military trucks right around this point as well. So, like, yeah. there are, I think there are a lot of people do figure it out. We just aren't seeing it off
2: screen.
1: They load up all those fucking cars on on the ship. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Some of those had to get there. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I, uh, yeah, but yeah. So they stop the side side road to pee. Uh, the daughter sneaks up. The daughter goes off so she won't be seen, and she stumbles across. If I may, from my notes, and I believe I I did this last night during the viewing. Um, she stumbled across Old Corpse River. <laughs> that old corpse river.
1: Watching the trauma just like infect her brain, mm-hmm. and it can,
3: because it's just be, yeah, be well, because it's a, it, 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 it's Spielberg, so everything always builds. He's great at that build because hey. you just see you see the one body, and then she you cut to her, like, and you I think you see a couple, like one or two more, and like you cut to her, and you, yeah, her you see the trauma, the trauma response forming, and then you cut back, and just thousands. Here's the thing.
0: We all know that everybody in in life it comes from a different walk, and everybody's a different kind of person. I need you all to understand that my note in genuine excitement for her was how cool she gets to be first at the corpse parade. Like she gets to be there before it even starts. Like, n- like, great for her. <laughs> Chris got a yellow card. <laughs>
2: Sorry. It's okay. It's not a red. It's not a red. Just let you know.
0: It's a warning. Okay. Okay. Corpse parade is a mild, like moving up to the. Yeah, line.
2: you're missing It's just misuse of your optimism. We love you for being the optimist. <laughs> we are like, this is great. Corpse parade. We, we love this for little girls.
0: At the beginning, like I also be finding a parade in the park. For- yeah. Corpse parade is a great band name. It's you know uh, it would just be a it would just be a uh, black parade
2: cover. That, up.
3: That's just what I was thinking. Was like welcome to the corpse parade. Yeah, <laughs>
2: poor Robbie here. Oh, this kid is so fucking horny for war. He's a teenager. His bodies are full of hormones, and he wants to kill or fuck he things. wants to join the yeah. military so bad.
3: At the one time the military isn't recruiting. But hey, <laughs> like, take Robbie with you. Me. I want to go fight the aliens, and they're like, "Fuck <laughs> you." I want to
2: see. Yeah, I want to see the post credit scene where like it's two weeks later, and like the the. You know, National Guard walks into a recruiter's office and he's like he's like, Man, it was crazy. We're out there doing maneuvers, and this kid came up and wanted to join. He's the recruiters like, What? Find the child! Find him. Get him to sign this legally binding contract while he's still in high school.
3: (laughs) You see that brownstone his parents are living in at the end. He doesn't need help getting through college. He's he's no, but they're gonna trick him anyways in
0: combat. He's gonna work in an office buddy (laughs) yeah yeah uh but he's so fucking horny to kill things well here's the thing at least this movie doesn't lean towards like i gotta save my girlfriend from this thing so i'm going to separate myself from you as you know a family member at least it's not like driven by you know lust or 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 whatever it's the lust of blood as i say it's a Ah. bloodlust yeah yeah this moment when this crowd goes fucking nuts and like literally starts ripping the van apart i'm like guys Yeah, it's not that bad.
2: Over time, this doesn't make sense because they're not zombies. Like there's the one scene where they like there's a hole in the window and the dude is like cutting open his hands, ripping out the glass. And I was like, They they're not zombies, they don't have superhuman abilities. The a person be like, Ow, my hands are like entirely shredded. I cannot rip open this glass anymore. not have
0: done that with
2: glass. Also, there's one dude like respect, and I kind of get it, but there's one dude going down the road with just a cart full of books. That's what he took (laughs) from
0: the house. Unfortunately, I Unfortunately, that, he gets home and he drops his glasses and now he can't yeah. read anymore. That, that is me taking a shopping cart full of board games down the road in the yeah. apocalypse. <laughs> oh, except for you get home and you're like, ah, time to sit down and play. Players two through nine. Oh no! There's no single player. Yes, we're
2: living Uh, in the golden age of board games. There's single player mods for most (laughs) games. Don't be, don't be crazy here. Let's talk about this alien movie.
0: I love this moment too when they're in the crowd and the train that's on fire that just blows through and nobody bats an eye. They're like, yeah, this is fine. That
1: train, fucking awesome. I'm like,
0: (laughs) yeah. We we Chris Chris was calling it a
2: ghost train. I said more like roast train. And see, I wrote down. Here comes the soul collecting train of murder coming. <laughs> if you hop uh, on it, it's like a Ghibli film. Oh, one quick before the train. Just one quick shout out to the the angry mob again, because as the angry mob was like tearing out their family's body, Tom Cruise pulls out the gun, and one dude says, "Hey, calm down, man."
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like what? Calm down, man. Yeah. You're like are you say not? That? Pay- what have you been watching for the last thirty seconds? Because it's been yeah. a horror film. Yeah. Like, well, let's not be yeah. crazy here. Yeah. Well, well, like all these Americans. And they act like they've never seen a gun. I'm I mean, like, that is, I'm I, that I would say
3: that is an, an guns extremely guns. American response is to like, <laughs> just be a complete monstrous asshole. And somebody's like, dude, back off. It's like, whoa, whoa. Actually, they
2: calm don't get down, white American, bro. White Americans have gone to shoot other things, not to get shot. They're confused yeah. about guns being
0: pointed at them.
1: That's fair. Yeah,
0: well, the, and again, this, this scenario barely passes the good guy with a gun, bad guy with a the gun theory that they're probably going to like lean into. And then yeah but but then it devolves into just who has the gun now shoot that person with the gun the other person picks up the gun it's 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 a real
2: bigger boards with bigger (laughs)
3: nails (laughs) and then one day they will create a board with a nail and it's so big it will destroy them all (laughs) but also yeah because he tom cruise you know fires a gun basically to like move the crowd away from the car and then another guy gets the jump on him and it's like drop the drop the gun i'm taking the car and then after the car drives away, another guy walks by, picks up the gun. And it's like 2001, where it's just like a man discovering fire. Yeah.
0: Well, to be fair, there was that giant monolith that was screaming in the scene before. So it kind of <laughs> makes sense. I, I don't know who I want to hear singing at the end of the uh, at the end of the world, but I'm not sure it's Tony Bennett like this. This I, I, and I understand like it's the, it's the the realism in the surrealism here where you're supposed to think like this is just a radio station that's playing music and everybody has left the station. So like, this is just what would have been playing at this time regardless, but mm-hmm. it's just a, I don't know. It's just a weird,
3: Oh time. no, it's that rage against the machine place that they're just yeah. like, fi- someone's like, finally, I can keep playing if I ruled the world. But what you don't
0: mm. know is the only way to get rid of the aliens is playing killing in the name of 24, seven, 365 If you stop, they come back and we die. <laughs> We all agreed Cheryl and Tom Cruise fucked a lot. Yes, again, that's his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's just just a seedling. Anytime a woman
3: talks to Tom Cruise, anytime a woman in this movie with a child talks to Tom Cruise, that's maybe that's
1: why it's like he doesn't know a single goddamn thing about his kids because they're in just this rotation, right? And it's like, oh, you know, I only see you once every fifteen years. Yeah, he sees Rachel. It's like, like, which one are you? These are
0: second weekend
1: kids. He has so many kids that it takes him a full year to get through a single rotation. Oh, Christ. It's a lot of kids to remember whether or not they have peanut butter allergies.
2: It's the fucking, It's what's his name from Parks and Rec? uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I don't know whose birthday this is. There's a lot of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why did I write the fact that there's room for them to move makes this unbelievable. Uh, oh, something on the ferry. The boat. Oh, yeah. The, the, oh, I think yeah, it's them. Yeah. It.
3: They're moving through the ferry. They just
2: like sneak around to the ferry. Like it's. This, yeah. It's this, this body's being blocked. And he's like, I have an idea. And he like walks around and then just walks past them. And they're like, well, I guess I guess it's OK because he's Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm.
3: But we got to talk about, again, just the the build up because you've got Tom Cruise and, you know, he meets up with Cheryl and he's like, he's like, hey, daughter, which one are you? yeah are you good with peanuts and uh meanwhile dakota fanning uh looks up and sees a bunch of like a flock of of birds flying and like directs her gaze towards the tree line behind them up the hill and like this the image coming up here is one that like haunted me Mm. because we see the trees start to rumble like start to move in the distance like it's like there's a t-rex and dakota fanning like Backs up, backs up and like, grabs Tom Cruise's hand and that gets his attention because he's like, oh, shit!" like if she's coming to me, like something's up. And so he turns and looks up and the camera's just slowly pulling out from the crowd as Tom Cruise looks. And then Robbie sees him looking and turns and looks. And then we cut to this shot of a tripod looming giant over the treetop. And then just it steps on a tree. Whole crowd turns around. We get the horn again, and all hell breaks loose.
0: And, just, and, and God, and John Williams is like, you ready for this? And in an unreal, like, weird, unearned moment here, when everyone is running away, Robbie also, like, starts helping people when they get on the boat. Like, I'm not trying to jump too far ahead, but there's this unearned moment where Tom Cruise looks at him like, that's my son. He's earned my pride. I'm like, no, no. Oh.
3: I mean no. I read I read the look, who were kind of like a I mean like it was a kind of like a oh like he's like recognizing no, like recon- helping people without being told look at What's, him he's I think it, it's more like recognizing a like a human like recognizing the his son as a person like
2: mm-hmm. I wrote down the community quote I see your value now <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and but again Spielberg with the build because they they get on the ferry the ferry's pulling away and that's when you get Robbie helping people And then the shot of of proud Tom cruise. And then we cut to the captain at the helm. He looks out the window and we see a whirlpool in the water and like, boy, howdy to be in that theater in 2005 in that whirlpool. And you're just like, Oh fuck.
0: I'm so upset though when they get in the water that they that no one gets chopped up by that rudder. I'm like, come on, that thing's right there. It is begging for someone to be sliced up like a Nazi in uh, for our Temple of Doom or not Temple of Doom. Sorry, like a Nazi in Raiders of Lost Ark. You know, like just, yeah, just chop them up with a propeller, baby. But Do then it.
3: the the horror just keeps on coming. Yeah, because the cars are coming up, falling off. The 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 the, the tribe. Another tripod comes out of the water. Also, further like horrific imagery when people are running like after the crowd sees the tripod and they start running, we get another wide shot and we see that there are in fact three tripods coming up the hill like that. This is that this isn't just one. Like the first time we saw, like this is the army has arrived and it's just, but then build the tripod comes out of the water, knocks the boat over and cars go in the water and people are in those cars. And they are like banging on the windows as their cars are sinking to the bottom of the Hudson. Just like, nightmare fuel and then and then as they they get up to the you know the tom cruise and co are swimming and you just start seeing you know you see the tripods in the background in the water and then you just start seeing the tentacles come down and just start like grabbing people and pulling them up and it's just like god there's like just the build Mm -hmm. of just adding the every the at the beats of the scene the action beats are just god it's like music
0: well, and, and much like music, when you get the slowdown too, like, and you get that, that reveal of the, the, the clothing and the scars falling from the sky.
3: Like. I mean, the, again, the build, the, the, because they finally, they get out of the water and the, this, at this point, the music is stopped. It's just, it's just the, the ambient sound and they climb up the hill and you get like the wide, they, they climb up the hill and pan to the wide shot of just the chaos in the water of just the mass, like just slaughter that is happening. And then they look to the side, and other people who have made it to the other side of the river are heading up the hill. And then, boom, here come tripods to just start disintegrating them. And like, it's also kind of like in hindsight, like realizing like the way that they're also kind of the, the disintegration and stuff is partially also them hurting people. Like, it's a way of yeah. like corralling yeah. them, leading like forcing them back towards the water.
0: Well, and because later. With this reveal too, we we start seeing that they are collecting certain amounts mm-hmm. of people, and we find out that they are going to use like parts, you know, of those people for whatever nefarious purposes. So it's a lot like they're just here to destroy everyone. They are on a scientific scientific research <laughs> venture, as it were. In all this kerfuffle and all these things that have happened, and the they, this family has almost died together a couple of times. Like, let's die together. Stay together, right? But I'm like, like Robbie, just fucking listen. Like, don't run ahead. Like, this is not but, the time to run ahead. But, but if I may, <laughs> you have to let me go, Dad. Oh, yeah. Dad, Dad, it's okay.
2: You have to let
1: me go. It's fine, Dad. I'm
2: a, it's a, You need. To Welcome
3: back go. to Trashmer. <laughs> And then, and then, I don't then,
1: like it. I don't then, like it. That's- well, it's in
2: this movie. I don't know if you noticed, there's like a minute straight of him whispering to his dad in the middle of a war. <laughs> and
0: then Tom, Curn, Tom Cruise like- gently and lovingly like leans in and goes, I should have pulled out. It's like, I'll give you a little smooch. My baby boy. Sure. I have a breeding. I, and you I'm were going. the worst mistake I've ever made. I'm going to clean your ears.
3: Now. <laughs> well, we need to talk about these fucking freaks who like they see dakota fanning and they're like they're like oh are you are you lost it's like my dad's right there oh honey are you lost my dad's right there honey are you lo-? oh we better take you with us oh my Amazing. dad is literally i stand,
0: by it. Away. I stand by it too I don't to judge activity.
1: women who are trying to steal babies yep. uh, in unconventional ways <laughs> okay never mind i don't stand by that i don't stand by that no I'll I was get you say, a baby I'm just gonna say
2: I, I, I would get not accept, a baby you can can never say, ask oh no. how <laughs>
1: no they're they're doing the right thing 100% yeah it's or not,
2: not. Short, yeah because yeah, the trauma response she's pointing in the direction of the alien she's like yeah. my yeah. dad is right there right I'm like there. oh I, shit her dad is dead and Yeah, she's gonna stand by this tree not moving until he comes yeah. back
0: I, I literally like, had the same moment though too Brian because I'm like oh who are these crazy people and then I thought about it I'm like oh no Merritt and I would probably be these crazy people and then like Yeah, they're doing the right thing. You need a Chris child.
3: Chris would she would he would pick up Dakota Fan and he'd be right up going, Ashley, I got you a baby.
0: (laughs) 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 We have finally achieved that moment. Yeah, this you need to let me go. Like Tom Cruise doesn't even like you, Robbie. Like, who who the fuck cares? This this struggle of I'm the alpha, you're the beta, now I'm gonna become the alpha son, fighting back and forth, like Eh, not earned, not needed, but what is earned and what is needed is fucking Tim Robbins. God damn. Hey guys, uh-huh. Tim Robbins seems cool and chill, right? We all agree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Not ominous AF. Like my note says,
2: and
3: I, I love that he's introduced with a trailer shot. Like there's a shot that's like intended to go into the trailer because he comes down to the basement and he walks up, turns on the lamp and you get finally see his face. And he just stands there for a minute looking at the camera and then turns and the scene continues. Well, that's because that's it's the first
2: appearance of this famous character into the well cinematic universe.
3: I mean, it is a character from the book. Like, oh, like there is a, mm-hmm. a it's not necessarily, it's not exactly like this, but there is like
0: a character that he holds, holds up in a basement with mm-hmm. at one point. So my embarrassing Tim Robbins fact is, I for easily five or six years was nine thousand percent convinced that Tim Robbins played Whiplash in Iron Man Two, and what? I told people that constantly. I'm like, yeah, it's it's Tim Robbins and he's in he's in a Marvel movie. Yeah, he's Whiplash. It's like because because like the way that they the way that Mickey Rourke talks in that movie and like looks in that movie is. Kind of like Tim I Robbins. Guess that's fair. Tim Robbins just always say boit. Yeah. <laughs> I want my boit. I want my <laughs> Kind of like my Bill Paxton Pullman. You know,
2: that's no, that's not like that because everyone does that. No one has. No one. You're the first person <laughs> in the universe to ever confuse Tim Robbins and Mickey Burke. Oh, I'm the first. That's right, but you get a it.
1: ribbon just like this little girl.
2: That's a, yeah. Oh god, what
1: did she win? I couldn't hear it, and I didn't have subtitles on. What did she? Winth- uh, it was a horse, horse thing.
2: She's a horse girl. It yeah, was trot, it was the trot she's and girl. gallop or something or the trot and walk. Okay, yeah. it's a, it's a horse thing. She's a horse girl, of course she is. Look how rich her parents are.
0: Yeah, yeah. It also, like Tim Robbins always looks like he's a villain in disguise. Like even when he's not, he just always looks like he's about. Yeah, to you're you're like there's something about me. this <laughs> Hud proxy I don't trust. <laughs> the,
3: uh, the, Chris, that is literally the premise of Arlington Road. Is that Tim Robbins looks suspicious and spoiler alert, he is,
1: and he's dead set on living. <laughs> Dead
3: fit. <laughs> as as a good friend of mine once said, "Get busy living or get busy dying." And then the
2: narrator pipes in, and "Go, that was me." So now we have basically our raptor sequence, our raptors in the kitchen sequence, and I'm just gonna say it. I think it's kind of silly. I didn't like watching it this time. I was like, "This is not like." I understand that you you, you hit that lightning at a bottle with the raptors. But I'm like, the raptors are saint. The, the whole time they're sneaky around. He's trying to talk him into not hitting the thing with the axe. I'm like. Yeah, it went on for a very long time, and it was just like, "Oh, this is silly."
1: And what I don't believe is that they would send like an eye and then scouts and then the eye again, like to check out the same locale. Like, yes, I don't, I don't think this is like, you know, a, a revenge espionage sort of what, plot. What ha- right? What, the like, thing is, just like, hungry
3: because what's going on is Tim Robbins. He's basically, he's he's yelling at Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise is like, keep your voice down. Like they're literally, the aliens are like camping right outside. Like, please keep your voice down. And then like he, Tom Cruise like notices like that the, all the alien, like the noises have stopped. Like, like it's like, oh shit, they heard it. They heard something. So like they're, they're sending the, the thing down because they heard something. And so it's like the initially checking. And then later in a, a a little bit, when Tom Cruise has to take care of Tim Robbins, it's him making noise again. And he's like, and Tom Cruise is like, I need to get rid of you because you are literally going to get us killed. Because no, I you will uh, not shut your face. I
2: understand You're- why they're searching. I just thought found the sequence really silly. I, I didn't really feel
0: the tension. I don't know. I, I wish this movie wasn't so self-righteous and, and like self-serving, too, in this moment. Because when we get these these weird-looking aliens that actually come down that are just funny like ripoffs of the Independence Day aliens. I'm like, yeah, like little tripod yeah. Independence Day aliens. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, thing, I, I, be silly enough to give them subtitles. Let me hear what these fuckers are saying. I, you know, I'm like, yeah. Or
2: just replace them with the worms from uh, Men in Black. That'd be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're having coffee and smoking cigarettes, eating goopy peanut uh, butter. No, cause, yeah, honestly, you know, it's the big armor down. This is silly. And then the, those guys showed up and it, it gets sillier.
1: It's actually <laughs> silly. They like, knock Did over a bicycle and I yeah like, like, slapstick. Actually like, like slapstick
2: yeah it's weird and also, yeah I'm like it's it, it for for such a serious tone's take. i'm like okay like yeah then the bike cap was like okay you get this is silly but you're not like letting me know that you understand what you're doing is silly yeah i don't know yeah this is around when i was talking like this movie's a little too long for me and yeah i i i, I like him being in the basement like i'm dealing with the tim robbins but yeah just how long this what this ersatz raptor sequence goes on i was like okay
0: yeah, Uh I do like when it uh, to to quote Slayer rains blood. I think that's pretty fucking cool. It does rain blood. That is metal. I'll give them that yes. metal points for for War of the Worlds 2005. And we start discovering, you know, the weird Twizzler like mold that starts growing on everything at this point too, getting goopy, getting goopy.
1: Yeah, not a fan.
0: It's not as it's gross, gross. gross from like Super Mario Brothers. Like at least that's gross, but like with a purpose. So,
3: yeah, they've evaded the aliens a couple of times and Tim Robbins, but then, yeah, so Tim Robbins like, is looking at the window and is just like, start having his complete nervous break, mental breakdown at this point. And Tom Cruise looks at the window and they see the aliens just like suck a guy's blood. Just like, just jab him and suck He's blood. about to get his blood
0: sucked. <laughs> <laughs> also, like the way that they 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 position the body behind the tractor, so you're like, Yeah, it's not an anal probe, but it's an anal probe.
1: I just appreciated it as somebody who didn't want to see the actual blood get sucked. Oh, I was I was here for it. I kind of wanted to see it all. Yeah, that makes sense that that
0: tracks with both your personalities. Like yeah. I wanted to see I want to see somebody get jabbed with a straw like a Capri Sun and just suck it out of them. Yeah. yeah. And so Tim Robbins is like just completely freaking out at this
3: point. Like they're drinking us like, holy shit. That's what they want with us is they're drinking us. It's not just they're, they're here to exterminate us. Like I thought they're here to eat us. They want to consume us. And like it's just like starts like just just digging a tunnel. He's just like, I got to dig, dig, dig. And Tom Cruise is like, please, like for what lo- we, we just spent 20 minutes escaping cameras and aliens in the basement. I would not like to, I would prefer not to have another 20 minute scene of us doing this again, please. The Same. movie is too long. And, uh, so then he finally, he goes to Dakota Fanning, gives her a blindfold and is like, no matter what you hear, do not take this blindfold off. It's like, what's that song? What's that song from musical may, uh, <laughs> Hushabye Mountain. I I was waiting the whole time. I was like, I thought about. It. I was like, oh yeah, there is that Hushabye Mountain point. Like, I can't wait to hear what Ashley thinks about that. Creepy
1: as fuck. So, uh, oh, yeah, it's a it's, great way to do this scene, though. Yes, because especially because Tim Robbins should have won that fight, y'all.
0: Like, yeah. we saw Tom Cruise's
1: abs at the beginning of the movie, but like. Come on. Tim Robbins has like Uh, the problem. He has a low low center of gravity,
2: Tom Cruise. So it's hard to get him. I do want to say, though, I remember this being a lot more intensely shot than it was in my like in my memory. If you had asked me, I would have put money on the fact of it being like an unbroken shot of like her sitting there in the blindfold. Him walking into the background, the door closing, and then staying on that shot like without cutting at all. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, like it's still very well shot. They do outside and they just have like the muffled noises. Like it's still very well done, but like in my memory, it has grown to be more intense than it is. So I'm yeah. like, that's not the movie's fault, but also like I was uh, last night. I was like,
0: oh, okay. I mean, that's still good, but I'm not pro child murder, but I do think they that's, should. Have- oh, buddy, mm-hmm. like, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna yell at you. I don't want you I don't get your booted. <laughs> It's fine. I I think, I think, and I understand that it's probably not like a a point of the plot, but I I feel like we do need to have a moment where Tom Cruise actually does lose something in this movie. And I feel like Rachel is the, the, the perfect scapegoat to be not deservedly, but to be killed in this movie. Like she gets uh, abducted by these aliens at this point. I'm like, it would, I think it would be a, a good emotional point to have him lose a child in this and actually feel
1: something. Okay, so Robbie, right? Like, we've already had the Sophie's Choice, right? Or he has to Uh, choose Rachel and trust that Robbie will be okay. Yeah. Honestly, like, I also have not read the H.G. Wells story, but I feel like H.G. Wells would have committed and, like, Robbie would be dead. Yeah. I mean, as for what I... Because, I
3: like I said, I've skimmed the original book years ago. Like, the original book is just kind of, it's a guy... Who's just kind of going around and there's aliens and he's like, oh, shit, an alien. And he goes and he goes to another place. He's like, oh, fuck aliens. And then
0: it's just like an eyewitness account.
3: Yeah, kind of
0: I think the uh, the reveal of him walking into Oz is pretty incredible in this, like the the way he opens that front door. And it's just the, all the red juxtaposed against like the dark backgrounds. And it just feels like you have turned this world that we know into a foreign land.
3: It's the aliens turning it into their own, their home planet. They're terraforming earth.
0: Yeah. And it's, but it is like, it's just like a really cool, to me, it's just a really cool. Oh yeah. It's, it's
3: again, a great reveal just of like,
0: and the balance of red versus like the grays and the blues that are, that are really like dominating the screen at this point. I it's just,
3: and especially it's because we've seen so little of outside for 20 minutes at that point. Like we've, gotten little glimpses looking out the window
0: it's in this movie
3: but yeah and so then when he finally steps outside again you're like you're you're kind of like how long have we been down there
0: like what you know jesus i had one moment last night where i didn't laugh and i'm annoyed at myself today that i didn't i didn't laugh at this because it deserves a laugh when when tom cruise discovers the hand grenades and takes them out And he throws one of the hand grenades after pulling the pin and we see like a distant shot of the grenade like flying up and then hitting the barrier of the of the the monster itself. And it explodes. The monster does like a quick look back at him like the fuck are you doing? Like who this like 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 or like that annoying thing when you get like a mosquito that lands on you and you can feel it before you see it. Like I'm like that. That's actually a genuinely funny moment. Like. I, I I wish I would have laughed at that, and I'm annoyed that I didn't. So I'm living my life now, and I'm gonna go. <laughs> good on then.
1: Are we up to where he sees her yep. through the windshield? Yeah, because like, my, next, my, perfect, my next my my next note
0: like, is he hole. got eaten by an asshole. So
1: huh. yeah. Well, the title card of when they're both in the bucket is uh, Rachel dissociates. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, like she is so fucked up after this. how like, she
0: does a good job of disassociating too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to, because like, yeah, like <laughs> uh people are getting pulled up and eaten. And it's gross. And somehow Tom Cruise, uh, everybody knows he's got the protagonist card because he when he, I know, they, he grabs the grenades. But- he grabs the grenades, and then the army guy he, like
3: sees that he has the grenades, it's like, oh shit, like, but also like they they were also like grabbing the the last guy who got pulled up, like people were grabbing for him as well. Yeah. Cause I like the scene as kind of a contrast to the stealing the car where that scene was like, you know, people at their lowest, you know, just everybody turning on each other to save themselves. This is everybody like pulling together just to save, to save a stranger. It's like, we, we pull him out. What, what's going to happen next? I don't know. But like, they were going to save this guy because
2: it's the right thing to do. It is also though a thing where I was like, I wonder if this is in the script before Tom Cruise signed on, and he was like, "I need to kill one."
3: Right. Oh no, I'll no, no! They, any- the, I mean, there is a, uh, a reference. There was an inter in the the shooting script that came with the Best Buy pre order that I got mm-hmm. when this movie came out on DVD. There's an interview with David Kep in the script, and he and like he talks about how like you know he wanted this to be to have that that very much eyewitness like account thing, where it's like he not wanting him to be like directly involved in the in the destruction of the aliens. And the interview is like. He does still get to destroy him. And I was like, well, yeah, that's just, you, you gotta give some, you gotta give us something.
2: And like, honestly, both that and the military shooting one down in the next sequence. I was like, I was like, I am I, like, it's kind of like, okay, we have the confidence to do the original ending of the story, but also we need some cool flashbang explosion stuff.
0: But also like much like the original ending of the story, this movie just abruptly ends. Like it, it's not like there's, and again, because there's not like anything to really resolve the aliens are starting to get sick and then they start to die off. Like that's like, I don't really know how else you build it up any bigger than that. But like, yeah, yeah, even as like they are, are, they're walking to another, like they're walking into Boston or whatever. They're seeing the, the Twizzlers that come out of the aliens are starting to turn into like charcoal dust. And much like what they were doing to humankind, they're also turning to dust from dust to dust. Huh? I just put those two together. Hmm. But it's also it's kind of interesting that like I'm growing, I'm maturing. <laughs> Life is great.
3: That uh, in this uh uh <laughs> moment Tom Cruise they see first they see like an alien tri- like a tripod that is just crashed against a, a building that is just it's dead. But then there's another tripod that's kind of just stumbling around and going, you know, it's got the covid chills. Uh
0: <laughs> well, especially when one of them actually literally vomits. <laughs> like
3: yeah uh, uh, but then but he's tom cruise like looks and he's like sees you know birds flocking onto the tripod he's like he's like look at the birds like the birds like no shields no you, you gotta do it right
1: no shields
3: because he because well, he's no! yelling over the gunshots all the We're <laughs> just gonna
0: be like da, 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 the other guys like huh the best moment <laughs> would be for dakota fanning to walk up while he's yelling no shields and like take his hands and be like when we have a panic attack. We focus our energy here and we come back, <laughs> like <laughs> go full circle with it. Be Like I'll help you dad. I got this, you know? Yeah. The, and they blow everything up and Brian, Brandon, does anybody, does anybody want to take the honors of what happens here?
2: <laughs> or where the it's, alien, I'm just going to, Oh wait, are, 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 are after the alien blow up or what?
0: The fireworks factory of it all.
3: Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brian. Yeah, so they at long last, Millhouse's prayers are answered, and we get to the fireworks factory.
0: <laughs> yeah, because this thing just like falls into it and explodes in like a, a mass of colors and death, and it's fine. Okay, for all that is great about this movie, the fact that they walk up to this brownstone and these yuppies just walk out like they've been drinking tea the whole time and eating scones, and Robbie is there. The Fuck fucking you. balls on this movie to just have
2: Robbie roll out.
1: Robbie is there. Fine. I said no. bullshit. He did not make it. No. Nope. utter bullshit. He didn't they, make it. It's a thing.
2: sign that Tom Cruise actually died in that in the alien and capture. And this is his like, you know, this is his Jacob's laddering.
1: The fantasy, yeah. Yes.
3: I am going to say something extremely controversial. <gasps> okay. I'm totally fine with it. Ooh. I mean, I have come ar- I've come around on it because I was thinking about it this morning because it, it ties into the you're seeing this pretty much all from Tom Cruise's perspective that you don't. So you don't see. So so he does. We don't see how Robbie survives because Tom Cruise doesn't. Yeah. And just thinking in terms of like, I think having Robbie die like you need like Robbie needs to live in order for Tom Cruise's character arc to I think to. Really land because I think I feel like there's a there's a certain defeat that would come of just showing mean of showing up to showing up to the the
0: house one kid short. I feel like it was a studio note. I feel like somebody at the studio said, "Oh, by the way, we need to resolve them actually getting so, to the so house. some Mom's that
3: somebody was probably <laughs> Steven Spielberg." <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's better
3: unsolved
2: because yeah. also him not being there doesn't mean he's dead.
3: It's a thing where it's like it's a solution you need. Like I think you need to have like Robbie needs to have survived is just a very difficult thing to reconcile with the way, the conceit of the story as you're telling it. It's like
0: the full extended ending of this movie though, is Tom Cruise walking up, kicking Tim in the dick, taking the keys to his BMW, flipping everybody off, driving away and then just, you know, fucking a whole nother group of 600 women to make more children that he does not want. Except
3: honestly, it's a good way to, leave like to leave us out like to c- conclude this story because the last shot of of tom cruise is him standing separate from the rest of the family like that you know he's completed his job the one thing he needed to do was like get the kids there safely and like but he's he's like i understand like i'm not like i understand. i have a lot of work to do to make up bad, for dad
0: not trying to be good dad bad dad just happy to still be bad dad <laughs> well, he's like, he's like, I, like, I know I'm
3: not a good dad yet. Like, I can get there. It's like, but I'm, you know, the the happy reunion is happening over there, and I'm like, and he's not really part of it.
0: This ending CGI sucks. sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then yeah, because Morgan Freeman, like, we've we, it we zooms we, back in and in into ending. a caterpillar, and Morgan Freeman's like, Ah, yes, it was the flu that killed the aliens. Also, hits different in COVID world. Does.
1: Yes, does. it does. This whole thing in the post COVID world, or I mean during COVID world, like even from like the TV reporters at the beginning just being like, there's this weird thing happening and everybody just ignoring it. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's happening. Let's go closer to it. Like, oh, and then like we're freaked out by it. And then it's like oh,
3: oh so, so, Brandon. To tie everything back to, to what we were saying near the beginning of the episode, I was just scrolling through the trivia and I'm <laughs> Under director trademark, it's a Steven Spielberg, and then in, in brackets, fathers, and then it explains, the main character is a divorced father whose children are angry at him, mirroring Spielberg's experience with his absentee father.
0: At least it's not like a Mrs. Doubtfire situation. Actually, this is downfire in the world. The
3: world kind of Tim Robbins is in the basement and he just hears a knock at the door. And then there's Tom Cruise. Hello, dear. Hello. Hello, dear.
0: Oh, would you like some peach drops?
2: <laughs> it's also it's pretty fucked up. I look forward to this movie because if memory serves, like what actually happened is like Steven Spielberg's father like took it on the chin and like took the blame for the divorce when it was like the mother leaving him for another man. And but he like but he knew it would be like too hard for the kids to like grow up hating their mom. Yeah. So he just like let them think it was his fault and his choice. And yeah, it's a whole thing. And then Spielberg found out like years later and has been like working on reconciling that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's a treasure. It's It's a treasure. Yeah.
0: It's a, I could, I could nap watching this movie, but I could also engage and watch this movie. So it's a treasure. I could
2: throw this off my dad in the room. I'm I'm keeping this in my back pocket next
0: time, like in the valley, like, ah, let's watch it. Dads love this movie. My, I was talking to my dad this afternoon. I'm like, oh, yeah, we watched War of the Worlds last night. He goes, whoa, Tom Cruise. I'm like, yeah, he goes, oh, that's a great movie. I love that's that. Tom movie. Cruise's dad, did it, Ashley. True.
1: I'm going to call it a treasure because I, I was stunned by all these visual effects. I yeah. thought it was stunning. Um, it's a creepy ass story, uh, but it's really well told. And I enjoyed it.
2: Also, if I may, Ashley just loves dad nip. Ashley's a big fan of the dad nip.
1: I do love a dad and, nip thing.
0: And not even like the movies. She just likes to look at dad's nipples. I mean, if we don't kink shame on this podcast, depends. Chris. Nice tits.
1: Depends.
0: It depends. Some nips you
2: want to see, some nips you don't. It's true. Um, so we're going to give, well, that. We're gonna give that, that a half and them. half. We're going to give that a half and half.
0: Green, yellow, green, yellow. I'm an all nips guy. I want to see them all. You hashtag yes, all nips. Yes. All Free the nip. I'm all right, back.
2: Chris. Well, if you're not done making us uncomfortable, why don't you make us even more
0: uncomfortable? Oh boy. And I'm really excited because this week is weird. It's, it's not even like creepy or upsetting. It's just a weird week. Um, really close to the top of my, here's the problem. I think my phone is starting to realize that like what I look up on these reviews. So it's starting to like clump them a little bit easier for me. Like the algorithms figuring out that I'm reading fucked up shit. So it's just making it happen. Because this week, I didn't even have to dig for Yogi Jack. Yogi Jack. Yeah. That's not an Uncle Buck. Buck. Mariska Hargitay, Yogi. Um, Yeah, Yogi Jack says, I like it. I rented this movie for $3.99. A great price for a thriller rated PG-13. Ah, the benefits we reap as Amazon Prime members. (laughs) I'm like,
1: gross.
2: (laughs) It's just so many of the reviews. Like,
0: here's... What year is this review from? Oh, I
2: guess it's prime. Uh, yeah, th- this yeah. one is. Um, but just sorry. makes me just makes me think of so many of the like Amazon reviews from like the early years that are still on there that are like arrived quickly and and was as described. I'm like,
0: yeah, that that's okay. Yeah, I'm glad you said that too because the oh follow boy. up review is from August of 2016. Okay, and it is for another movie that would be a good double feature for this film. I think. Called Skyline. Does everybody remember the movie Skyline? Where they- I mean, oh, I didn't
2: watch. Yeah. It. I know other movies. Skyline, they're like L.A. Alien film. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. Like I mean, in a I mean, condo. Mm-hmm. Skyline yeah. was the one that had the trailer that was like very unnerving. That's one of the ones. I'm pretty sure, like how how this get made did it, and like the screenwriters came on while they shot on their movie. Yeah, because the um, movie itself like is just kind of blah.
0: Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing, and, and the reason why I know it's August 2016 without really even having to look at it, because the title of the review is August 2016. This is a very realistic possibility of an alien invasion. I watched this movie after its sequel, which was dumb on my part, admittedly. I was abducted in May of 2016. I just got back to Earth, and it was exactly like this movie, Look to the Skies.
2: Nope, don't like that. (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: Yogi's seen some stuff, y'all. Yogi yeah. has communed with the... the it was just girls. like that. Just like that. Yep. Yep. M- movie game? I, I, this wasn't movie supposed game, to please. be an upsetting one. I just thought it would be funny because I'm like, yeah. Movie then, game. The guy, thinks, the guy thinks he got abducted.
2: <laughs> the true horror fan of the Amber Seals will Chris be the one to scare Ashley for real. <sighs> Z.
0: <laughs> i thought uh, about it fuck you Go I love movie game listen i i, I love <laughs> your poetry never change um i am excited because this week is drastically different than the first three weeks of this month uh we God damn it. show girls too God damn it. <laughs> and he's from heaven <laughs> it's a legitimate movie guys It's been made. It's like, look, I really like radio. So I was thinking this is (laughs) called radio. If you love radio. (laughs) This movie is from the grand year of 1999. It is rated R. It comes in at one hour and 33 minutes. And its genres are crime, fantasy, horror. Crime, fantasy, horror, huh? Yes. Mm. Is this devil's advocate? is not devil's advocate is it demons uh that that that's a really really tough question because the the entities are definitely evil but I don't know if they would be considered demons or just malevolent spirits okay Got you okay 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 uh DVD two pack uh 13 ghosts okay is this based on something uh yes it is it is a remake of an original property is the original considered a
3: classic
2: hell yeah it is it's this house three, the third story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but it is about a house. Is it the haunting? It's not the haunting. Fuck. What's the other
3: one? So it's like a. It is like a. So it's like a haunted house movie ish. It is definitely a haunted house
2: movie. Does it have a generic ass name? It's gonna be like the 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 ghosting, the haunting. It's you like you guys have
0: said all of the words except for one already. The haunting and Hill House. The the Hill House haunting. You're so close.
2: Is it one of? Is it something like that? It is. It the is house on house, haunted, house on house haunted
0: house house? hill. Yep, it is. I saw this one. Starring Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. Chris Kattan is in it. And also we get a cameo that I think Brandon's going to be really excited about. The opening of this movie has the Hulk ride. The Hulk roller coaster makes a cameo in this fucking movie. Huh? Yeah. All right. Well, if you're not tired of listening to us and you want to follow us on all of our social media platforms, because we're on a shitload of them. Brian, where can you find us? We are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at
3: Trash Watch Podcast. We are on Twitter at Trash Watch Cast. We have a YouTube uh, link in the de- episode description and link to all the rest of it in the episode description. And importantly, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Trash Watch.
0: If you have a podcast you'd like us to listen to, or if you want to just drop us a quick review or tell us how we're doing, you can do that on our Gmail as well. That's Podcast at gmail.com. So until next week when we wrap up Ashley Scared Stupid by going to the house on Haunted Hill, I've been Chris. I'm Brian. I'm Brandon. And I'm Ashley. And you're not scared stupid yet, are you? Not yet. God damn it. We're failing. We're failing at this. Four seasons. We've got to get this figured out.
1: It's all, to be fair, it's only the second Ashley Scared Stupid.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. So we got we got oh yeah, we, we actually we're making good ground then. Next year, the Fly Two. Oh no, <laughs>
3: Where's the stop record button? Where's the stop record button?